0: Jack Keenan, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today. We're here at the CBAM Global Business Symposium on BRICS and Beyond. If we start with that title, why are we talking about the BRICS and Beyond at the present moment? People have talked about acronyms, you know, all the countries that now come into the mix of the emerging markets and the developing world it's, if you like, a very volatile situation.
1: Well, actually, you know, CBAM and Crisos have done it again. And Briand is brilliant because it really captures the swing from the established Western countries to the countries that are now growing at a very fast pace, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and beyond, the next 11 that are coming up it was especially great to have the conference kicked off by Sir Leslie, Vice-Chancellor of Cambridge, who has a terrific appreciation of the subject matter and gave an inspiring introduction to our session. But really, it's all about future growth and how businessmen are going to be growing businesses in these new geographies.
0: But, but do you think that perhaps we've placed too much emphasis on the bricks in the past decade, they've done phenomenally well. But are they going to be what we thought they might be in the next decade? Or are these all these other countries in Indonesia, elsewhere, even Turkey, going to come into the mix as well?
1: Well, the next 11, as they called them, uh, people like Turkey, uh, people like Colombia, will certainly play a part, but it'll be so much less in terms of total absolute growth. I mean, the, the four BRICS are going to outstrip the, the growth of both the developed countries today, and the next 11 will never even get close to catching up. I mean, we've only begun to really find our, uh, our, our business feet in these BRICS countries. We're just learning how to deal with them, and they're learning how to deal with the West. But they are the engine of GDP growth for the next, well, people are talking about until 2050. An interesting year. I'll be 113 years old then.
0: Yeah, we we almost need to sort of hang up our shoes and hand over to the next generation but look in typical Christos Patella's fashion he is the director of CBAM and we know how closely he worked with academics and those grounded in industry itself like you but but we heard from uh, actually uh, Dr John Holtzman uh, l- elbowing the BRICS concept out of the way basically saying well look you know the bricks aren't as strong let's deconstruct them they've got problems structural problems they've they've got problems with their growth their populations their democratization things aren't quite what they might seem
1: dr john holzman was tremendously entertaining over dinner and uh I think he, he was brilliant at deconstructing the bricks and separating them and moving us to a geopolitical concentration on China and India. But really, you can't take Brazil out of the equation and you can't take Russia out of the equation. I mean, he was brilliant in how he did the deconstruction, but I must suggest that you still need the brick to make the wall.
0: OK, you need the brick to make the wall. So moving on then, we've seen the phenomenal growth of the bricks in the past decade. We're now going into another decade, yet alone 2050, when we're not all quite sure if we're going to be here or, or not. But but looking into your crystal ball for the next decade, who do you think is going to emerge? Is it going to be USA, China, India, Brazil in that order?
1: Well, no. We we know that China is going to go racing past the USA in about 2020. I mean, there was a fantastic graph we saw about how China, every 10 years, is replicating 50 years of past USA growth. I mean, the world order is going to change and is changing.
0: But the Arab Spring uprising, the text messages, the hunger for democracy, and it's a real hunger among some people. Doesn't it put it all, if you like, with a question mark hanging over it now?
1: Well, look, there are question marks. I mean, the managed economy of China, we really don't know how that's going to develop. We know the people are going to continue to earn more. Strikes are beginning to happen in in China for real new wage rates. That's positive in a way, because as wage rates increase in China, they'll be able to buy more goods from other places. That's going to help free trade and growth in China. But of course we don't know. We don't know how the managed economy will work. We have major concerns about India and the ability of the Indian government to properly create infrastructure and control growth. There's lots of questions. But all of these data suggests that there is going to be tremendous real growth in the future as these populous countries have real wage increases, higher average income, and begin buying from around the world as, as well as from their own country.
0: Yeah, and, and that's the crux of it, isn't it? Because speaker after speaker today here at the CBAN Global Business Symposium on BRICS and Beyond have talked about the importance of the middle class and the rise of the middle class if you like to get purchasing power in these new markets.
1: Well, exactly. And, and, you know, the data seems uh, very conclusive that that is going to happen. There are, of course, risks. There are, always are. But the basic data suggests that the middle class income explosion and the real purchasing power is going to happen. And countries and companies are banking on that. And people are setting out their stall and learning how to deal with these new geographies in hopes of reaping that reward.
0: Hiccups. If you like, say, that, that John Holzman was entertaining after dinner, there must be hiccups. You must be able to deconstruct some of it, because the whole point about the world today, we're sitting in a week when the Murdoch Empire has been turned on its head, if future historians are listening oh. to this podcast. No, no, but, no, but actually the volatility of businesses, the markets and countries is what is most striking.
1: Of course, I mean, there's volatility. I, you know, I think the hiccups are much bigger than anything that John hinted at by deconstructing the bricks. You know, there are far more challenges out there than we can even imagine. We know, I mean, we know some of them. We know the Arab Spring, so-called. We know the Middle East in general. You know, there's lots of issues. India, Pakistan. I mean, they are there. There are always issues. The question is, will those issues derail real growth from these emerging economies that are growing so strongly with so many people? I would suggest hiccups will be along the way, but the general trends that we're looking at to 2050 will be realized.
0: Okay, so that brings us on to just Andrew Morgan's no, uh, Andrew me. Morgan's a look at Diageo. Because what was interesting there is that actually... If you have got a hard-headed company like Diageo yeah. investing in the emerging markets, they seem to be hedging their bets. So if you, if you like, they're in Turkey, but they're also in many other economies, and that's what gives them their strength and confidence.
1: Well, first of all, I'd like to thank Andrew and Diageo for sponsoring Bricks and Beyond. I mean, it was fabulous having the World's leading Drinks Company sponsoring this conference for us. I wouldn't say that Diageo is hedging his bets. I would say that Diageo set out a single-minded strategy of recognizing the reduced growth in their established markets in Western Europe and single-mindedly beginning to grow with acquisitions in China, in Turkey, in Vietnam, possibly in Central and Eastern Europe. And Andrew was showing us a chart that was quite dramatic where he showed the slowdown and the decline of his Western European business offset by what he's bought in Turkey in one year. Very exciting.
0: Okay, final question before we go to the dinner, Jack. But I've got twenty pounds in my pocket. I'm giving it to you. You're going down to Ladbrooks. Where are you going to place that bet for twenty fifty in those emerging economies?
1: Okay, I'm going to take your twenty pounds. I'm going to put £10 on Diageo and £10 on Nestle because they are best positioned to grow in the emerging markets as global brands.
0: And that will still be the BRICS.
1: Yes, the BRICS.
0: Jack Keenan, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School CBAM Global Business Symposium on BRICS and beyond. Thank you very much.
1: Okay. Thank you very much.